The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. <laughs> I don't know where you'd like to go next, but I'll, well, I'll, just, I'll go with you. Yeah, I just laughed. Uh, someone said they're called thongs, not flip-flops. And uh, by the way, I'm off to Mexico in the, in the morning. That oh. was uh, just texted in. And I'm like, and I responded back, said, you must be from Saskatchewan. Because the only other people <laughs> that I'd ever heard call flip-flops thongs were from Saskatchewan. Well, thongs, my mind goes immediately to, to underwear. That's right. Hmm. But I think that's interesting, too, because when you start talking about the different... You know how 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 one thing has different names depending on yeah. where it is. Whether you know, like the other thing in Saskatchewan with a hoodie is a bunny hug. Right, that's right. It's we like, asked what? Jesse Byer about that one yeah. time. He had never even he. he I, I don't think I'd ever heard of a hoodie. Yeah, it was yeah. a bunny hug, and I and when I moved when I I lived in Regina for two years, and I heard bunny hug. I'm, what are you talking about? I don't and know what thong. it is, but it sounds great. Yeah, really, it's warm just and warm furry and yeah. cuddly, and <laughs> it smells like carrots. It would yeah. be lovely. <laughs> that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> bunny, bunny hug. hug yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I never smelled like carrots. <laughs> and thongs. I was like, what are you talking about thongs? And yeah, it was always flip flops. I'm like, come on, people. It was the yeah, same there was something though, else that came out last week. I can't well, remember what it was. We were was, just like, what? When I moved from southern Ontario, and I had this conversation with someone on the weekend, actually, uh, yeah, and um, cottages in southern Ontario, and then you move to northern Ontario, and they're called camps. Oh. Yeah, going out to camp. And I thought, it was like, what, you, you own like a, a kid's camp, like a place where you send kids for a couple of weeks or <laughs> summer? That's what I thought. Yeah. And you think, oh, okay, well, what's this going to look like? And it turns out it's just a really nice cabin or a nice cottage well i don't call it camp i don't even know if this is a thing or this is just a relative but i had a an uncle who talked endlessly about going to the lake like just had a cottage going to the lake lake. and invited us out one time and Mm. we went and it was a great cottage i'm like well where's the lake like oh there's no lake what do you mean there's no lake? You can't say that you're going to the lake. <laughs> I know, it's just, to them it was synonymous with cottage. Yeah, well, co- lake. cottage tends to be synonymous with a lake, <laughs> but you can't say you're going to the lake if there's no lake. Well, I'm just, I'm grateful I didn't show up with a boat. That would have just been embarrassing. <laughs> then we'll go fishing. <laughs> what am I going to do, sit in the boat? <laughs> Where's the lake? So it's says, yeah, thongs. Yeah, I was born and raised Alberta and six years old. Anyway, always called flip-flop songs, and we had hoodies. Hmm. Thongs in BC, too. Someone says, actually, both thongs and flip-flops aren't correct. Well, we didn't say it was incorrect. We're just saying no. it was just different. It was a testy today. Is the cold yeah. getting to you, friends? Is the cold getting to you? My brother sent me pictures. Sault Ste. Marie, there was oh, a blizzard warning. Just, uh, it's just been crazy there for the last week. The, the amount of snow was unreal. and Drifting much, up to the side of the house? Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the city's pretty much shut down today. But um, if you follow me on Twitter, you can see pictures of my brother uh, trying to snow blow out the path in his front his front, yeah, front I of saw his those house pictures. it's up to his shoulders and my mom's place is just it's it, that reminds me of like good old days when we were kids and there was so much snow yeah uh, those were good old days well i guess because you got snow days right well yeah i think every once in a while I, I i like big snow days well i would take the snow over the cold in a heartbeat i'll tell you that it was and of course it was shocking to come back to yeah. this you know weather late at night and yeah. you know um, my car, I at the airport. I just thought I don't think it's gonna uh, start, and I, 
I, I was gentle with it. And just, I yeah. didn't plug it in. I never thought. And here I warned people last week that AMA was saying, yeah. plug your car in, even if you've never had trouble before. It was minus 32 out at the house today. And minus 32 minus, actual temperature? Yeah, minus 32 actual temperature when I got up at 8. And I went to, because we have a thermometer on the on the window. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, that's uh, a little chilly. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a little chilly. Um, but yeah, it, last night we were in the hot tub at one point. And things were just, you could hear cracking all over the place. It was, I was like, oh, gosh. Like your joints? No, like the, the like just everything around oh, just from the cold. It I was, see. yeah, minus 32. But we had to get a hold of AMA because uh, Coach's truck um, stopped working. And I thought, you better call right away because the delay to get a tow or mm-hmm. something like that. But actually, it wasn't, wasn't too bad this really, morning. Eh? They, they were there within two hours. Oh, nice. So heads up, uh, Betty is, uh, hey, Betty. Betty. Betty's 76 years old. Hey, Betty. Hi, how are you? Good. What's going on? Well, I bought my, I gave my granddaughter a gift for Christmas, and I said, you never saw, thank me for your gift, and uh, she said, you mean those purple, I said, the thongs, and I said, yes, the purple ones, she said, they're not thongs, Baba, she said, they're (laughs) (laughs) flip-flops. Depends on where you wear them. Well, I don't know, they've been around for a long time, and we call them thongs, (laughs) we never call them flip-flops. Okay. My, you know what? Okay. My mother had her own vernacular and had nothing to do with, you know, she just got names wrong all the time. Like, <laughs> you know, like, uh, there's something wrong with the Garbaretta. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like I a sword. Seniors, I seniors don't get anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling, Betty. Okay. okay bye now. Take it easy. Easterners call summer, summer home cottages out west. People call them cabins. Hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's we true. Just said. Yeah, yeah. Hoodie was a kangaroo jacket. Oh, yeah. We used to call them kangaroos. That's Hoodie right. Hoodie was called a kangaroo. Really? A kangaroo? Out east, yeah. In the maritime, sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, this was interesting. Just uh, on a on a on a more serious note, because I know there's been talk about this for quite some time. But uh, if you have a dog, oh, I've got um, that story or, in front of yeah, me too. Yeah, dog or a cat, and you know maybe you've talked about declawing or you know taking off the dew claws or docking uh, tails or cropping ears. Well, guess what? Um, Alberta vets have voted to ban. Uh, what they call surgical procedures procedures that are medically unnecessary. So the band is, ban is on uh, ear cropping, tail docking, tail nicking, tail blocking, uh, digital amputation. Which is uh, another way to declaw, basically. Yeah, yep. tendinect- uh, tendinectomy. So that uh, that stops the claws yep. from ex- uh, from extending on a cat. Oh. Front dew claw removal, cosmetic dentistry, body piercing. Someone body pierces yeah, their animals. What tattooing that is not for the purpose of registration or identification. Who's doing that? And devocalization. So taking so it can't uh, bark like debark uh, dogs and that sort of stuff. Do you know it's interesting because we as children uh, declawed all of our cats. Yeah. And never thought that it was a bad thing to do. And when Carol and I got married, we declawed our first two cats until a veterinarian, uh, we took a third to be done, and the Uh veterinarian said, do you know what that procedure involves? And I said, no. And they described it, and we went, okay, we're not doing it. Um, But it is interesting. I'm I'm glad that the veterinarians uh, have done this. This was uh, voted on in Sunday in Calgary. Yep. Members of the Alberta yep, yep. Veterinary Medical Association, the ABVMA, um, long overdue. Now there there is uh, legislation which governs some of this stuff already, 
uh, but doesn't specifically define. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is a more a more a concrete definition of what abuse is to animals, because that's the other thing. Um, they the members have voted. Uh, to take action where they see uh, obvious, obvious neglect or mm -hmm. abuse and to bring it to the attention of authorities, and that includes food or water, um, not being provided medical attention uh, when wound, not being uh, asked for when wounded, yep. uh, and so on and so forth. Dog fighting, evidence of dog fighting, yeah. anything like that, yeah. So it's interesting because, um, so I have a Britney Spaniel. Um, Bo Breeze is a Britney Spaniel. I've had two Britney Spaniels in my lifetime. Neil was the other one. And both of them have had their tails docked. They have. They have. So if you look at Bo, Bo's... Well, Carol and I were talking about that this yeah. morning because I saw this. Yeah. We're real pet people. You yeah. know that. And um, we saw. I saw this story. I read it. And then Carol and I talked about it. And she said, I'll warn you right now. I believe Jalen's dogs. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's done from the breeder. I mean, that was... So you got it that way. That was... Yeah. That was... Um, because that's that's standard Canadian Kennel Club that was like standards and all that sort of stuff that's and tradi now you're see I'm seeing more Britney breeders keeping the tails on the dogs because of these reasons so what's the um, reason for removing the one tail? of the reasons is because they're from what I understand is because they're hunting dogs and bird dogs and they get quite feathery tails and if they're in the brush a lot they can get tangled can get caught up gets lots of stuff in it right okay um, but yeah but as a but as a pet but as a pet you it wouldn't matter right well really I don't think it matters too much there's all sorts of dogs out there that are our bird dogs. So did doing it cross? Things, so. I don't, I'm not meaning to put you on the spot, but no. I'm curious. So did it cross your mind when you secured your dogs that? Well, wait a second, though. That I'm not going to support this process, this procedure. Did I mean? Did some of you, some part of you, go? Well, I'm not going to take a dog that they've done this to. Um, at that time, no, because um, I just thought that's the way that right. you know Britney's, you know, were. Yeah. Um, like I said, I had looked at other kennels that weren't docking tails. Um, and um, I'd honestly on, never on that, heard of this before. On, on the Britney dog, I like the way that it looks. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, it's it, it's there's other reasons for it if right. you're using it for hunting and that sort of stuff. Apparently, but I, I certainly would think if we ever got another dog, I would I would not. Um, would not. Yeah. yeah, like I say, we didn't realize decline was an awful procedure mm -hmm. where they're surgically yeah. it's like cutting that, bones, it's like, right? Yeah, it's like taking off a finger. Yeah, first, right? yeah. I, and you know, again, I'm I'm so happy that the association has come to this decision, but. Um, I do wonder, you know, if maybe this is a decision they should have come to maybe 10 years ago, but I guess hindsight's twenty twenty. but mm -hmm. I, I don't know that a lot of people realize um, well, you see, how like, painful some of this can be to the animal. Well, you see some of, uh, another friend of mine, I, she has a, I forget what it's called, but it's kind of like a, not a bulldog, but a little tiny mass of some sort. I, I don't know what it is, but the ears are cropped, and she went. And so that's why. So, so but again, that's a cosmetic because that's the way that. So that causes the ears to to be upright. Stand up, but yeah. So the. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And she was really, really torn about it. She didn't know whether she should have it done or not. Huh. She did. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, it's interesting. It's interesting. I, I just, like I say, we did it for. 
most of my life without realizing what the yeah. procedure even was. You drop the pet off, you pick yeah. the pet up, and it doesn't scratch your furniture, that I, kind of thing. I wonder how big, you know, this kind of movement is going to become, too. And you look, I mean, the, the Westminster Dog Show just recently uh, wrapped up. And so if you're looking at standards for competition and all that sort of stuff for different animals... Um, yeah, the Britneys all have. Short Did you watch tails. that, by the way? Oh, I love, I love the. Carol dog couldn't show. stop. Oh, I love it. Oh, she I loved love it. it. Too. What does he love about it? She loved it too. Oh, I, we watch it. We watch it uh, every year that it comes up. We just, uh, I love seeing. She's well, less passionate about hockey. Well, of course she is. She, it, she, she got, she had her favorites. Well, yeah, you have your favorites, and you're watching the the handlers, you're watching yeah. the dogs and their personalities, and it's, and it's goo, it's kind of goofy and weird. It's kind of like Best in Show the movie, and it's like it is. this is like legit. And you, well, the Brittany Spaniel is yeah, originally exactly. from the Brittany part of France, <laughs> right? And it's yeah. just, it just reminds me of that movie. And but if you love the animals and if you love sure. dogs, it's neat to learn about all the different animals. But it's amusing as well. I think it's hilarious that people who cover, say, hockey, for example, or who cover football, you know, of course, they've got statisticians to help them, right? So a producer will, you know, speak in your ear that, hey, the last time that this happened was 1962 and it was, you know, whatever. Well, so do these guys, like, because they were pulling up pictures of, well, the last time a uh, Spaniard won yeah, there was yeah, Spaniel but, or what. But they would know that these guys, that, those, some of those, they've been doing this their entire life. They are like... They are the Rod Phillips, the Jack Michaels of the show, the dog show world. These guys do it over and over again, and that is their job to know the dogs. So, am I right that at the end, when they have the all the different retriever breeds, golden retriever is you the could actually favorite. fill in for that person. <laughs> do you know at the end where the judge usually runs yep. around and starts pointing at dogs? Yep. I think that's how they should do NHL drafting. <laughs> Just have all the players skating around in a circle and the GM skating around. One, two, three. Exactly. How entertaining would that be? Give me a rub your belly. City Ford Faceoff show gets underway today at 4.30. Your Oilers taking on the Panthers. Nashville. Predators. Predators. Nashville. No, Carolina Panthers. No, sorry. Nashville Predators. Yes. Uh, tonight at 6 o'clock. Nashville probably short a couple of players because they made some trades and uh, the new players won't be able to get there in time. So well, with no Connor McDavid, maybe yeah. that. We didn't have Connor the, the other night and won. We sure did against the Ducks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're not very good. But no, that's great. It's great. A win's a win. Uh, we should also mention that tomorrow is Heart Pledge Day. That's and right. We'll be on location down at the Mazankowski. So I haven't been until then to make sure I can nail Mazankowski. Mazankowski. I've asked um, uh, Kelsey, the executive producer here at 630 Ched, to maybe arrange to bring over um, some blood pressure cuffs uh, to have <laughs> well, blood pressure read. I think they should be in studio every day. Yeah, I'm a If little... I had some kind of readout behind your head that was indicating your <laughs> blood pressure, I'd know my when blood, to abort. Unfortunately, my, my blood pressure is is high right oh, is now, it? yeah. I couldn't tell you if mine's high or low. I suspect it's high. Well, I don't know why you would suspect that. I'm a very well... laid-back guy. <laughs> I'm not sure why that got a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, so anyway, we'll be uh, we'll be there. Um, Bruce will be doing his show. Ryan's going to be down there. Then mm. we'll uh, take it over from uh, two to six. So looking forward to that. Uh, sounds good. How much time have we got here? I forget how the show runs. Uh, four minutes. Wanted to uh, touch uh, briefly on uh, SNC Lavalin for a second, and you know this is something. 
I know you've been hearing about it, and uh, it's about, you know, it goes back to 2011, honestly. The the bribes in, uh, where was it, Libya, were uh, supposedly, allegedly given between 2001 and 2011. Um, and if convicted, uh, the company could face a 10-year ban on bidding on company, or bidding on these lucrative projects, which would, of course, affect employment in the Quebec and all that, blah, blah, blah. But here's the thing. Did you know this? So Jody Wilson-Raybould is set to face committee questioning tomorrow, I believe, over this. And Andrew Scheer um, has put uh, forward a bid in the mm-hmm. House of Commons to get the Prime Minister to appear as well. Yep. And it's expected to be not, shot down because it's a majority liberal government, yep. and so they're not going to do it. They're not going to agree to it. Uh, and I just, all, all I want to say is this. No one's been proven to have done anything yet. Um, but I don't agree with voting down party lines on this. Don't you want your prime minister, regardless of from what party they are from, whether it's yours or someone else's, don't you want them to have the opportunity to tell their side of the story? And as Canadians, don't we don't we have the right to mm. hear from our prime minister? Uh, a majority government shouldn't allow you to hide behind that majority when you don't feel like talking. Well, yeah. I, I, I really feel like a, an honorable prime minister would say yes. I will appear and I will tell you what I know. Uh, she, Jody Wilson-Raybould, um, has sent a letter in um, to the chair of the Standing Committee on Justice and Human Rights saying that she um, wants to follow up on the invitation, of course, on all of this. But she has said that in, in advance of her appearance, uh, everyone involved should have much as much clarity as possible. About privilege uh, regarding, and, yeah. you know, constraints on the matter, which I can properly testify on. Those possible constraints include solicitor-client privilege, cabinet right. confidence, um, and all that sort of stuff. Again, she says the government can waive solicitor-client privilege and cabinet confidence. She cannot. I'd like, so, yeah, well, I, and I think, the, yeah. and I, I think a lot of us would like that, that yeah. to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. But then she's gone on to say that um, when she does appear. She requests the opportunity to make an extended opening statement Mm. of approximately 30 minutes. (laughs) Wow, really? During which she proposes to give the committee my best recollection of all the relevant communications about which I may properly testify. And then I will remain before the committee to answer questions for as long as the committee wishes. But it sounds like she's got a bit to say if she wants an uninterrupted 30-minute statement right off the top. Well, I'd love to see see privilege waived. The Prime Minister can do that. I would love to see open uh, dialogue and... uh, questions and answers, communication. Um, as I say, I, I would not hide behind... Uh, I personally would not hide... Be, if I were the Prime Minister of the country, and heaven forbid that ever happens, I would not be, hide behind a majority, and I would not hide behind privilege. I would say... I suspect if you're trying to keep your job in an election year, you're, you're, you most definitely would. Exactly. But... Yeah. She I would will, like to hear what our Prime Minister has to say. She will be permitted to speak publicly about some of the details as long as the court cases aren't compromised. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll be keeping track of that, uh, you can be sure of, so... We all kind of figure we know what the story is, right? That's why... Well, things That's got why I'd a little, like the Prime Minister to address it. Well, things got a little more murky, mm, you know, heard, when she yeah. kind of showed back up and was in her... Well, to EE, everyone's like, okay, what's going on mm-hmm. here? Was Butts her uh, price tag? Is there more? What's going on? Mm-hmm. So um, I, I'm just, I just want to hear 
I just want to hear it all. I'd love to be a fly on the wall right now with uh, <laughs> her and her lawyer, yeah. and certainly in the Prime Minister's office as they try to figure out how they're going to handle this. Yep. Agree. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.